Hey, hey, happy day. The border, the border between Mexico and the United States of America and also between the U.S. and Canada, I guess. But the big one, of course, not in mileage, but the big one with uh, just toil and sweat and, and uh, controversy, it, of course, is the border between the U.S. and Mexico. We've been hearing about it for a number of years. Trump, he got into office and said, I'm going to build a wall. Prior to him, Obama, he said, I'm going to build a fence. That was okay. Nobody seemed to mind that so much, even though he had a lot of rules with it and a lot of gates so people could walk by anyway or walk in. Then Trump, of course, he kind of expanded that. <laughs> the rhetoric became heated and a lot of things happened. The border in the U.S. of A between the countries is a total of 12,034 miles. 1,952 miles are with Mexico and 5,526 miles of border is with Canada. Wow, big border. Hey, don't you know? In the U.S., they grew their borders with um, confrontation, wars, purchases, Louisiana Purchase, Alaska, and California, and Texas, and there's all kinds of boomity boom going on, but they got bigger, and the borders became more secure, and all of a sudden that went upside down, and guess who's in charge of the borders today? The Vice President of America, that's in her portfolio, the borders, so is it any wonder things are messed up? I mean, good bloody grief. How did this happen? The Biden administration, did they set out to destroy uh, immigration, I guess, as, as we know it? Clearly they did. I mean, the Trump administration's efforts to close the border were big, and, and but people didn't like it. People being those in Congress, they fought all of the time. He always had to go to court, and, and they wouldn't give money. They wouldn't do this and that. It's like, let them come in, but they're going to take jobs away. And who's going to feed them? And the cost is huge. But they did that because they didn't care. They just didn't care. I mean, all of the initiatives that Trump had that were successful, Immediately in 2020 or 2021, they were overturned. What's up with that? I mean, the wall was stopped. Catch and release policy of Obama that was put back into place with those swinging gates. Federal Border Patrol officers were forced to stand down and new subsidies were granted to entice people to come across the border. And of course, today you see it all of the time. There's busloads and truckloads of them. And most of them are young, strong men. I mean, it's not that Many families. I mean, you got these big tough guys. They've got cigarettes up here in their shirt and, and they've got cell phones and, and they're coming to America for why? For what? I and mean, they're well dressed and they don't look hungry and they had a long trek to get to the border. I mean, no one in the Democratic Party has objected to the destruction of the border until recently. There's a couple of them which we'll talk about. And that's because people like the governor in Texas said, hey guys, you don't share our pain. So they started to fly and bust. You know all of this history. I'm just reminding you about what you already know, but I want to kind of pull it together because this thing is pretty serious stuff, not just with Mexico, but what's happening with Canada. They too have opened their borders to other people. They're getting over a million immigrants a year. How many of those are just walking across that long border, 5,000 and some miles, and adding to America's problem? Many of them. Many, many of them. And, and all of these humanist people, and humanist, humanoids, whatever they are, in places like New York, Chicago, Baltimore, and so on, wow, now we have these people here. Send them back to Texas, send them back to Arizona. We don't want them. Come on, you got the New York governor there. She's a communist through and through, right? She's so far left, she, uh, she's got to really work hard to even stand straight. And, and this girl now says, and this is racist, she's get rid of all these people. Half of the hotels in New York City are occupied by immigrants, illegal immigrants. We have to use that word a lot, illegal immigrants, right? This is amazing. And she says, 
If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. Don't come to my country. Isn't that what Trump's been saying? And this girl, she's not like Trump. <laughs> I mean, and then you got the mayor, another socialist in New York City. Go away. 25,000 students, at last count, are illegal and they're crowding the schools and they're getting paid from the federal government. Wow. I mean, how do you fix this? Well, firstly, don't vote Democrat. <laughs> Secondly, um, I don't know if there is a second. I guess there is. You need to yell at everybody that you did elect because all of you Democrat people, all you left-wing kind of you know, hugger types, you're destroying your country. I mean, Chicago, they're setting up these military-style tents because they too have nothing but issues, right? The hotels are plugged and with illegal people and the illegal people are paying the bills and the illegal people, they're starting to riot. They're saying, what has happened here? Don't do this to me. I mean, you know, Trump has this thing. He says, I'm going to round them up like me in 2024 and I'm going to round them up and I'm going to send them back. That can't be done, somebody say. It can. Eisenhower did that. I think it was upwards to 10 million illegal people from Mexico that were in America filling the uh, void, I guess, because so many men were overseas fighting the war and all of these Mexicans came in. He's the one that actually coined the, uh, uh, the slang term wetback. Interesting, because they, were, <laughs> they had wetbacks because they were swimming across the Rio Grande and, and Eisenhower called them wetbacks. I mean, today people would say, get rid of Eisenhower's name from everywhere for doing that. But that's what he did, a little bit of history there, don't you know? And Trump says, I'm going to do the same thing. I hope he does. He needs to kind of get back. I mean, I have a special interest in this when I watch it because I'm Canadian and I went through the program to get my, uh, my immigration status in America. Complicated. I mean, it took me years. It cost tons of dough. And, and you have to tell them where you live from the time you were born and so many other things. You have to have a medical. You have to prove your financial resources and all of these things. And I've often thought, I should have just gone down to Tijuana and walked across. I mean, really? You put me through that and everybody like me and there's so many people that are doing it legally and good grief. And it's happening. And, you know, I'm still Canadian. I have a place in Canada and I have a place in the U.S. So I'm over it, but I think it's wrong with what they're doing. Trump posted this on Trump's Truth Social, which is kind of interesting. Problem solved. He's got a problem for everything. Hey, I know a solution too. <laughs> have a look at this. Problem solved. Alligators will work for food. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we hope it gets better. Should we care if people come into the country? Not at all. Uh, you should be able to come to a country if you choose, if you can help that country, provide something for it, but do it legally. You're breaking the law. There's tens and tens of millions of people in the United States. <laughs> I was thinking almost said Canada. Canada has millions of people that are coming in there as well. And the prime mistake there, he just bringing them in. And, and why? I mean, it's like having 10 kids and half of them can't get jobs and they're not eating really well and they're mad and crabby. What do you do? You go out and adopt more? That's not responsible behavior. Hey, see ya.